Welcome to the Not-For-Profit On Purpose podcast series. This series is designed to help guide you on your journey through the not-for-profit space in terms of all things not-for-profit, including structures, setting up your not-for-profit, how you report, board governance, accounting, and anything else you could possibly think of in regards to not-for-profit. G'day, Justin Hulk from RightSource here, talking not-for-profit and governance. And one of the things that I've come across recently um, that I suppose is only a relatively recent discovery for me is uh, the opportunities that Indigenous and Torres Strait Islander uh, people have in terms of setting up a not-for-profit organisation. So there's a body that actually is here to help uh, Indigenous groups form corporations or organisations, and that is the Office of the Register of Indigenous Corporations, or ORIC. Now, ORIC, uh, in my dealings with ORIC, ORIC has been fantastic in terms of uh, the level of advice and the level of assistance they provide in helping these organisations get set up and get operating and being able to provide benefits to the communities in which they are operating. This body has been around for a while now. Has been, It works similar to ASIC, and if you're set up with ORIC, you don't actually need to be set up with ASIC. So it's actually a separate body in a similar vein that administers the companies that are operating under its um, under its legal capacity. I suppose why I wanted to bring it to attention is one, there are a number of benefits of operating under ORIC if you are an Indigenous corporation. Now, ORIC provides uh, additional support in terms of training and in, in regards to the training aspect, especially when you're looking to set up an organisation there's a lot of templates. It has a, a, a rule book or a constitution uh, template there. It has a lot of assistance in terms of you being able to work through the path yourself in terms of setting up an organization uh, through ORIC so that you have that ability to run your own company. Uh, th- again, the dealings I've had with ORIC, they're very helpful. Um, the steps you need to go through in setting up that organization, they have templates there and they're more than happy to help talk you through what you need to achieve. It, it is very, um, it's just very pleasant to deal with. The other benefits ORIC has is there's no fees. So you don't actually have to pay to register your organization. It's free. So that um, allows you to keep your costs down in terms of setting up these organizations. Once you're up and running, they also provide help with recruitment in terms of your board um, and more generally. So that way, if you are looking, especially for board, if you're looking for people with specific skills to help inject that, um, knowledge and um, you know, capability into your organization, they're there to help you assist with it. So they're very community focused and, and very focused on helping the indigenous communities within Australia set up those organizations in a way that allows them to deliver more value and provide that continuity of service to the communities that they work in. In terms of the requirements that you must meet to be able to work with Oracle, first you need to be an indigenous organization. So that means you need to have members of your organization that are indigenous. That's just what is required. Um, You also need to have the name identifying it as an indigenous organization. Now there's key terms that they have and there's a number of different options, but effectively you'll be identifying yourself as an indigenous organization, which is what you are, so that's a good thing. And generally speaking, these organizations uh, are set up as in a not-for-profit manner. Now there are different options, but generally the default process is you are setting up as a not-for-profit. And that's because, generally speaking, again, these organizations are set up to benefit the community they're involved with, not necessarily to be set up to um, have shares issued in them. So 
that structure makes sense, it is often what people are looking for when they are looking to establish an organization in the space. So that's what they do. What's the same as Oric and ASIC? Well, one of the similarities is that as directors of an organization, you share the same level of responsibility. So even though this is a separate body set up under a separate, a separate act, the director responsibilities are still the same. As a director of this organization, you still need to act in the best interest of the company. You can't use your position in the company for your own self-benefit. And you need to make, you know, bring, um, you need to make decisions with care and diligence. And this is all the same, same level of director responsibility as you would have with any other organization running in Australia. And lastly, in setting up an ORIC, you can also be registered through ACNC as a charity as well. There's nothing that is stopping you doing this. Uh, one difference in terms of if you had done it through ASIC is that if you are registered through ACNC and ORIC, you are still required to keep your details up to date with ORIC. So slight little difference there, but ultimately with ORIC, not charging any fees for late fees um, and that type of thing, it, it actually, I think, still works quite well. So that's a really quick one today, but I think something that, um, especially if you're Indigenous, but if you're looking to set up an indig Indigenous organisation, there's another option out there for you, which I find isn't necessarily spoken a lot in terms of mainstream uh, information. So a little bit of something that might be of use. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.